This is the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, episode 81. Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. Weekly motivation and language learning tips to help you become fluent in any language. Now, here's your host, Ollie Richards. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. How's it going? How have your languages been going recently? I hope you've been jumping out of bed in the morning full of... Um, full of hunger to, to study your languages. Uh, I have recently, actually, the last week has been really cool for me. Um, that The same doesn't go for the month of January. <laughs> January for me was a bit of a, a bit of a, a bit of, was a little bit all over the place. I was really busy traveling a lot and I let my languages slip a little bit. Um, but I've done the right thing. I've got back on track and uh, I've had a couple of really good lessons in the last week or so. I've been experimenting with a few new ways of spending the time with my teachers uh, which is which has been really helpful actually, and so maybe I'll talk about that on a future episode. So I've got something really cool for you today, a little bit different. Uh, for those of you who are looking to use your language skills for something other than just speaking languages, but before we do that, let's thank the sponsors of the show, Italki. And if you are someone who has been studying your target language for a while, maybe you've been had you know you've had your head in the books or in the apps, then one of the things that you might be missing out on is a human connection because. Remember, languages are always meant to be used with people for communication, not just as a knowledge in themselves. So italki is the best way to do that. You can do it from the comfort of your own home and you can have regular contact with native speakers. If you'd like to get a free lesson, simply head over to IWillTeachYouAlanguage.com forward slash free lesson. Now, also, you might be one of these people who has heard me say that like a million times already, and maybe you haven't done it yet, but you know you should. Maybe this can be, you know, it's the start of 2016, just about, you know, this could be the the push that you need to start speaking your target language more. So head over to that link and, and start, um, have a have a free lesson on us with italki and see how it goes. If you haven't been speaking your target language, you really need to. All right. So just take it from me. Give it a try. I promise you, you won't regret it. Now, today I want to talk about something a bit different. It's kind of a sensitive topic in a way because um, it's about making a living with languages. Uh, it's sensitive because, um, you know, there are people, there are purists and there are non-purists. And, you know, I'm I'm someone that, you know, I don't really consider myself a purist in the sense that I, I don't know, I, I kind of, I love languages, obviously. They're a big part of my life, but I also have been working hard on my website for the last couple of years. I'm in a fortunate position now where I can make a full-time, a very good full-time living from from my website. And, you know, th- there are people who, when I start to talk about this, kind of, you know, they dismiss it and they say, oh, you know, this isn't this isn't a, uh, a good topic to talk about or it's not, um, you know, for everyone who can't, who doesn't, who isn't in that position, it's not cool. I don't know. I, I get that impression sometimes. But then... On the flip side, there are people who more and more, when I meet them at conferences and at workshops and things like that, they'd be more ask, asking me more and more about about blogging and making a living with languages than actually about languages itself themselves. And I hope that's not a reflection on my language abilities, <laughs> but uh, but rather I guess it's because I think people have seen me build build this brand, the I will teach you a language brand, such as it is over the last couple of years. And um, know that I that it's my full time gig, if you like, and would like to know more about how I, you know, how it works. Because if you're someone who's always had worked in a traditional industry, a traditional job, 
um, you're probably not aware of the way that that online business works and the way that the different opportunities and possibilities for making money online. And there are many, and it's a really fantastic way to to take your your passion in life, which is languages, I guess, if you're listening to this, right, and to actually do that full time. There's lots of ways of doing it. And I've recently started a Facebook group where I've been um, kind of coaching people through the the whole process of what it takes to start a blog online, how you actually make money from it, and how you can use your language skills to actually generate an income and potentially make that your full-time job in the future. So if you'd like to join that group, head over to Facebook and do a search for Language Freedom League. Okay, (laughs) I should have a special link for that. I I don't yet, but if you just do a search for Language Freedom League and uh, ask to join the group, I'll approve you um, and you can join in the conversation there. But what I wanted to cover in this podcast was just 10 of the most basic ways, most basic but also most effective ways that you can make money and make a living, make a living sounds cooler than make money, doesn't it? Like sometimes when you say make money, it has this dodgy connotation. Make a living, which is, this is what I'm talking about. This is, this is what's, what's possible, right? So I want to cover 10 of the most basic ways that you can make a living using languages online. Now, obviously we're only going to have be able to cover a very um, brief list of things here. So again, for more information, if you'd like to dive into any of this in more detail, um, then head over to the Facebook group. Now, because recently in the in the group, I did a poll and I asked people uh, what which of the following options were most interesting for them to to make a living using languages. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to run through these in reverse order. Okay, so we're going to start with the least popular all the way up to... Actually, no, let's do it the other way around because it's going to make more sense for you guys that way. We'll start with the most popular and work our way down, all right? Uh, obviously, can't go into much depth, but I'll I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what, what it is and a very brief description of how, uh, according to me, <laughs> you can use that to make money and to make a living. Okay, so number one is blogging. This was what most people were interested in. Now, blogging in itself is not a business, okay? Blogging is nothing more than a like a marketing tool if you like it's a way to get your message out into the world you probably found me originally through one of my blog articles that's how most people find me and so now you're listening to the podcast maybe you've bought one of my courses i don't know but blogging is not a business itself but it is a way to get your message out into the world talk about the language that's interesting to you and to attract the kind of people that you want to work with Okay, that's number one. You can start a blog for free. You can just go over to wordpress.com and you can have your own blog up and running in literally about five minutes. It's dead easy. Number two was making and selling your own products. And this was the, yeah, so the second most popular option. Now this is probably one of the things that's most visible to people. Like, so for example, if you go to, to my blog, to iwillteachyourlanguage.com, you will see that if you click on the courses tab at the top that I have a course that I offer for sale. I have other courses as well that you don't see on the website itself. Um, but I have courses and I have books as well. I've published storybooks on Amazon. I've got a number of things for sale. And so making and selling your own products is a fantastic way of, of generating um, revenue. Now, at the beginning, when you're just starting out, obviously, it can, you don't expect to make many sales. But the more that you do things like blogging and you talk to people, you have a conversation, you understand what they need help with, the more you can provide things that help them. And in so doing, you start to 
you know, help people more and more build more of a community that way. Number three is language coaching. Now, this is a really cool thing that a lot of people are, are interested in. It was joint. In fact, it's it's actually joint second um, <laughs> with making and selling your own products. And language coaching is different from teaching because if you're a language teacher, then typically what you do is you would uh, do the equivalent of a face-to-face textbook. You know, you walk through, uh, you teach people grammar, you teach people vocabulary, go through exercises with them. You walk through the learning process with them and teach them stuff, right? That's what teaching would be. Language coaching is a bit different. And I am a huge fan of coaching. I think it's something that people don't really understand. They don't really understand what it is, but it's the most powerful way to help people because here's the thing, like all the people that I come into contact with who need help with their language learning, most of the time, it's not because they don't understand how to use the present perfect or they're confused by, um, I don't know, plural nouns in Arabic or, or whatever it may be. I mean, those things are tricky. Yeah, sure. But that's, but that, those are all problems that can be overcome and can be learned. The thing about, the thing that stops people most of the time is I, I, I don't have the motivation. I don't have the time. I don't know what materials are best. It's all these kind of things. And language coaching helps you break through these barriers and can make, it can save you years in the learning process if you've got a good coach because they can just help you get through all the things that are holding you back. So that's number three. Number four is online teaching itself. Lots of people, um, People in the in the group, in the Facebook group, also I think some of you guys listening probably are teachers on italki. Um, there are lots of other places to teach as well. There's Verbling. There are lots of online teaching. You may have your own uh, business as well. I was talking to a, a great guy recently called Keith who lives in Canada and has his own business teaching Spanish, I believe. And that's a fantastic way to 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 make a living using languages, teaching people. Uh, you can change lots of people's lives. You may like to do it face-to-face, but you can also do it online. And having a website or a blog of some kind is a great way to actually attract your students in the first place. Number five is writing books or guides. Um, I guess I mentioned making and selling your own products earlier on. Writing books and guides, I guess, could be seen as a bit different. Maybe a product is a, a video course or something. Um, but a book and a guide, well, I don't need to tell you what a book or a guide is. I've written a bunch of them. I have a couple of guides that I sell on the website. I've also got these storybooks on Amazon. Again, there are lots of people out there who like to read. Um, I'm more of a listener, personally, than a reader, but there are many people out there who love to read, and writing books and guides is a fantastic way to reach those people and to help them out. Um, there is a, a guy who just joined the, the Facebook group who has a fantastic blog on Aramaic, and it's not one of those kind of um, really popular languages out there, but there are people interested. So for some, if you've got a knowledge of a, a less common language, one of the things that you might think of doing in the future is writing a book or a guide to that language and then offering that for sale. And that could be massively helpful for someone who is looking for a, a really good, solid, authoritative guide to that language. There's hundreds of options with books and guides. Next up is vlogging. And I was surprised that this was so popular, actually. This is number joint, uh, number six, just behind the writing books and guides. Vlogging, for those of you who aren't familiar, is, is like a video blog. So there are people on YouTube who make daily videos about their life or about what they're doing. I kind of do that, I guess, in a way. I, I make videos about, um, about how I'm learning languages and my, how I'm studying. 
And if you go to YouTube um, and search for me, you'll find lots of videos there of me talking about, well, speaking lots of languages and also talking about how I learn. So vlogging is another interesting avenue for making a living with languages because here's the thing, it's like a blog. You don't make money in itself from publishing videos to YouTube, but there are lots of, but you attract an audience that way. And then once you've got that audience, then there are things that you can do to monetize that audience. So for example, you could show them ads. You know those really annoying ads you get in the front of YouTube videos? Well, the person who has that video is making a bit of money every time that you click on that ad. The other thing you can do is, you know, you can provide lots of value in your videos and then say, and say something like, well, and if you'd like to learn more about this, then come and check out my guide or my book or my course or whatever. And then people can continue the relationship with you and maybe purchase a product or a book or something from you. All right. So vlogging is a, a great medium for certain people and a great way to build a, a good following. Obviously, video is very powerful as well. Next up is translation. Now, translation is something that you're all going to be familiar with. Um, it can be a it's a traditional industry, isn't it? But the, I think the fact that it's online now means that you've got lots of opportunity to reach potential clients and to make money from it. Um, so you can, there's lots of websites where you can do this. You can go, if you're, I think one of the ones that's open to non-professionals or people who perhaps don't have so much experience is called pros.com, which is P-R-O-Z.com. Uh, so you can go and check that out. You can also offer your services on a, on a, on a freelancing website such as Elance, which is E-L-A-N-C-E.com. Great way to, to make a living by offering your translation services. Next up is podcasting. And I'm disappointed to see that this was eighth on the list, <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. Well, you know, you guys, you, you tell me, I mean, you've been listening to this podcast either for one episode or about 82 episodes. So, you know, I know there are people who listen every week and I'm, I mean, that's so cool. And, you know, why does that matter? Well, it matters because, you know, you guys listen to me talk twice a week. Now, I don't know how many other friends you have who you talk to twice a week. I personally don't talk to my, my good friends all that often. When I do, it's cool, but it's usually not twice a week. So the fact that you guys are actually here listening to me speaking is a fantastic connection and a great way to, uh, to, to get for you to get to know me. And, and then I'm sure like some of you have probably gone on to maybe buy a book that I, you know, recently I mentioned my new short story books on Amazon. Some of you have probably gone on to, to pick up a copy of those, which is a, which shows great taste, I might add. And again, like I'm not selling to you directly on the podcast, but I'm, what I am doing is building my authority. I'm saying, look, I, I am someone who has something to say about languages. And then the time that I mentioned something like, guys, I've just written a new book for Italian learners, go and check it out, then you are probably going to think, okay, well, you know, he, he, I like his podcast, I like what he talks about, I'm sure this Italian book is good as well, and you might go and check it out. Okay, so podcasting, again, is fantastic for someone who likes to speak, like me, <laughs> and who maybe doesn't like, or maybe hates writing, and doesn't want to be on camera. All right, so another fantastic way to build an audience. Next up is membership sites. Now, membership sites, let's think of an example. Have you ever come across a, well, there's so many different examples, but there is a very popular language product called LanguagePod 101 from Innovative Language. And so they have like Cantonese Class 101, Japanese Pod 101, French Class 101, or whatever it is. And uh, it's a really cool 
um, product actually, and they have a membership site. So you would pay to be part of their of their site, and you might pay a certain amount every month or every year, whatever it is. But you pay to have access to that, and once you stop paying, then you don't have access anymore. As a language expert, you have lots of opportunities to do something like this. So if you want, if you Uh, teach French, for example, you could teach, you could have a membership site where people pay you, say, $10 a month, and they get, um, I don't know, you publish lessons, French lessons to that web, to that membership site every month. And they're happy because they get these cool lessons, and you're happy because you get $10 a month from everybody. Again, it's a fantastic way to, to, to make stuff for people and get paid at the same time. Now, the last one, number 10 on the list, which is surprising for me, is selling other people's products. Now, that might sound a little bit counterintuitive, but here's the thing. Um, you can, if you're just starting your blog or your website or whatever, you can actually make, one of the quickest ways to make money from that website is by selling other people's products. All right, so you can, it's called affiliate marketing. And it can be, a, it can be really, really cool. Because let, let's, let me give you an example. If someone comes to my website because they've read one of my articles about Japanese, I've written quite a few articles on Japanese. I love the language. So if someone comes to my website and reads um, an article about Japanese, they want to learn more from me about Japanese, but I don't have anything. I don't have a Jap- learn Japanese course. I don't have anything, right? So I can either say, you know, sorry, I don't have anything, or I can say, um, go and check out this guide called Master Japanese by my friend John Fotheringham, which is the best guide to learning Japanese on the market, hands down. It's absolutely amazing. And it genuinely is because I've bought it and used it myself. Um, and, and so I can send people to that, to John's book. I can recommend John's book to that person. And if that person then goes and buys it, then I might get a commission from the sale back from John. All right. Now, obviously, you can do this in in a, in a not so cool way as well, and lots of people do. Uh, unfortunately, I'd say that the majority of people probably do. They recommend products that they haven't used, they don't care about, they just want to get the commission from it. Um, that's the not cool way to do it. I prefer the cool way to do it, which is to actually recommend people really cool stuff. And the reason that that's important is because if I recommend John's book to this to this guy who's learning Japanese and he buys that book and he has a great experience with that book and he learns loads he's more likely than to come back to me and say hey Ollie what else have you got all right so selling other people's products otherwise known as affiliate marketing is another great way of of making a living online with languages what most of these things require is an audience all right so before you do any of these things, you you need to have people who follow you. And so for most people, the most simple way of doing it is going to be to start a blog or a podcast or a YouTube channel or something like that where you can provide something of value. All right, so I hope that's been useful or informative for you guys. I mean, depending on where you, or what stage you're at, if this is something that interests you or not, you might be thinking, oh my God, how, am I, how do I even get started with this? And... Um, you know, there's a lot to learn for sure. So if you'd like to find out more, come and join the Facebook group. Uh, I'm in there every day answering people's questions, giving tips. And there's a fantastic, there's some very, very, very experienced people in that group as well. So if you are interested in making a living using your language talents and potentially even in the future, quitting your job and doing it full time, 
then come over and join the group. Again, it's called Language Freedom League. Just search for it on Facebook and request to join and I'll preview you and you'll be in there straight away. So I hope that was helpful. Um, if you would like to ask me a question of any kind about languages or anything else, go to IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash ask and you can leave a message. I've got a whole bunch of uh, voice messages in the queue at the moment, so I'll be getting to those really, really shortly. And there we go. I'll put all the links to everything I mentioned in today's episode in the show notes, which will be at IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash episode 81. Have a fantastic week and I'll talk to you in the next episode of the podcast.